sponsor of the Score North Studios, TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's Score North Live. Collective bargaining agreement that would include, as we knew, 17 regular season games, three preseason games, and a transformational postseason, where you're now going to have seven teams in each conference, not six, go to the postseason. You're going to have six wild card games. Imagine three wild card games on Saturday, three wild card games on Sunday, and only mm. one bye per conference. So, whereas this year there were two teams in the AFC that got buys, Baltimore and Kansas City, Baltimore would have been the only one. Kansas City's road to the Super Bowl would have been a lot tougher, and the Chiefs would have opened up the playoffs under this format against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who didn't even make the playoffs last oh, year. Oh, darn. That's Adam Schefter on wow. ESPN. This is Score North Live on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North app. Rami Makloff with you, as I am most Mondays through Fridays from noon to 2 in the TCL broadcast studios with a rotating panel of Score North personalities in the co-host chair. It's Judd Zolgad for Hour 1 today. Matthew Collar will be here for Hour number 2. Declan Goff on the other side of the glass on the 1s and 2s as he also always is for the entire show and a lot to get to during the show today including uh i'm gonna try some hockey a little later on oh, that i worked, can't wait for you that to do that well, hockey that worked well last week we're gonna try for me to do that hockey again today judd um but i have mixed feelings about what we just heard there from adam schefter i really do like when i hear him when i hear him talk about three wild card games in that first week of the playoffs, like I love, I, we talked about this while it was going on, Judd. The NFL playoffs are just great. When you talk about the quantity and the quality of the football that you get, you get two or three game or two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, and it's the best of the best going at it. And like you're giving me more of that, like mm-hmm. that that. That sounds real enticing. And adding the 17th game to the regular season, I've said before, look, I understand the ramifications of all this for NFL players, and I understand that they're human beings, and I don't want harm to come to any of them, even the worst of them. I don't, I don't wish harm upon any of them, but that's another week of football. <laughs> like, the fan in me sometimes overrides the human being in me, and I look at it and I say, hey, they know the risks involved. If they agree to a 17th game, well, that's another week that I can play fantasy football. So there, there are definitely parts about this that are appealing, Judd, about this new CBA that you heard Adam Schefter talk about there to, to to start the show. Are we talking about reseeding for playoffs as well, or redoing how, that how they had, seed? That, because that's that I that's their that biggest part of the proposal like that, at all. That's the first fix, right? That's the very first fix. If you're a 500 team or below that wins your division, and I know it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen, then you can't get a home game. It's that simple. Um, I don't mind the playoff expansion. I'm not. I don't want it that much, or don't think it's necessary. But it doesn't bother me greatly. Uh, the 17th game, which will lead to an 18th game, I absolutely hate. I also think, you think this is leading to an 18th game oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because it's going to be awkward to do 17. Also, I'm not really sure. And, and I'm trying to. They they want to do 18, but they don't feel that they're in a position to go to 18 because it would look so hypocritical. This is so glaringly obvious that I'm I'm embarrassed that I didn't think of this till the last time we talked about 17 games. What do you do about the home road split? Oh, they were talking about that. What they originally, I guess one of the original things that was being bandied about was having the 17th game just be a series of neutral site games for teams. But, but they realized that they don't have enough 
prepared neutral sites to do that. And so now it sounds like you also might. Also just, ugh. And yeah, and, oh, I agree. But the NFL 16-game regular season formula to me is so perfect. I wouldn't, I get, I know I don't get, I know why they're going to mess with it. I just think 16 games is perfect. But here's what I really don't get. The players can't agree to three preseason games, can they? You got to say we're going down to two. And and in fact, and in fact what you what I would say if I was a veteran player is we're going down to two. I'll play in one and I won't play the whole game uh because the one thing that the league seems to have accepted and fans, I don't know that they care, Rami, uh is that the first month of the season now is basically exhibition games. I mean, it's garbage. Uh so let's just go with that. So if you want to have two preseason games and your kids play in hey, let's shake two, the rust off in the regular season. Th- that's what they do now. That's basically what they do now, yeah. But I, so I don't want three preseason games because the fourth preseason game, nobody plays in anyway. So it's not, that's like you're not yeah, that's not really away a, a That's not really a bargaining chip It's not a concession. Me. If I'm an established NFL player, like if my, if my roster spot is not in question, you shaving off. And by the way, that's like between, depending on what team you're talking about, like 30 to 40 guys on every roster know that they're going to make the team unless there is some freak occurrence. They know they're going to make the team. So that's like, that's like, uh, let me do some math real quick here on the air. That's like 60 to 80% of your players union that I don't see why that's really a bargaining chip for them, that you're taking off one preseason game that let's be real. I wasn't going to play those minutes anyways. That I, You're not saving my body anywhere, tear. You're not. You're not giving me it's not any, a any less work or more money for my work. It's right. it's not a concession at all. If I'm an established NFL player, right. that you're shaving off one preseason game. Maybe if you shave off two, that that has some appeal to it. But ultimately, like I need to make a lot more money. <laughs> like, well, shaving preseason games off, and, and the money. I'm with I mean, you. The money is obviously as part of the deal now. On the table, players would go from a 47% revenue share under the current deal to 48% share at 16 games, <laughs> and then to a 48.5% share if they go to 17 games, shifting $5 billion of revenue to the players' side. So I, I saw a report, um, I believe it was ESPN.com today, that said that meetings about the CBA are going on independently this week, both sides, the league. And this is when they're always like, this is when leagues all always come out, right? And say, we're so, oh man, we're having great talks and we got all these ideas and you sort of, as a fan, are like, is this going to get done quick, right? But the meetings are going on specifically for the Player Association and the owners. Well, what happens when they come together here? And the one thing to what you just said, and I think there's a very easy way to walk into the room with the league and the owners and say, I want a lot more is I want guaranteed contracts. If you, if you aren't going to guarantee contracts and I'm not talking, here's a $200 million contract with $4 guaranteed. I'm talking fully guaranteed contracts, which, which would change the length and terms, but I don't care about that. That's fine. But the Kirk Cousins contract to me would become, as far as how it was executed, not the dollars necessarily, that would become the norm. And I would tell the owners, if you want me to go to 17 games, because I know what you're doing here, you're going to 18 eventually, we're guaranteeing contracts. Or, and maybe a combination of these two things, you need to get rid of the franchise tag. Oh, that too. That's another thing. I like that, that too. Because honestly, just as a fan, I'm I'm tired of hearing about how unfair the franchise tag is sure. when your union has agreed to this. Mm-hmm. 
CBA after CBA after CBA. Like, if you hate it that much, and it appears to be unanimously hated by players, stop agreeing to it but, and use that as a bargaining chip but I think, in, the, in this next round of collective bargaining agreement. I think the owners would take that out. I think the owners would probably go along. They might begrudge it a little bit, but I think But I think if you said to them to go to 17 games, we're talking all guaranteed contracts, they'd be like, we can't do that. And I'd say, that's fine. Then we're not going to 17 games. I'd force them, I'd force their hand thoroughly to get a huge concession here. Like the franchise tag being gone, I think is smart. I'm with you completely. But I think they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, we don't want to do it, but we'll do it. But I think if you said across the board, we are going to redo how contracts are done, obviously they're not going to be for as long, but we're fine with that. But every, but when you, when you commit to me, I'm getting every last dollar, just like every other big time sport does. They'd be like, whoa. And that's when I'd say. And I don't think adding 1% or 1.5% to my slice of the pie, if I'm the players union, no. is enough to entice me to do this. Not. It's really not. And th- there is another, there is another carrot at the end of the stick, so to speak. And it's that now if you, if you do get that buy, you'll receive one week of salary during the buy, which somehow, some way, amazingly, and I didn't know this until I was reading up on these new negotiations, that was not the case before. If you earned a buy, that was just a week without a paycheck if you were an yeah. NFL player. Yeah. Cause you get, that's crazy. You get paid for games played. Yeah. But how, like how do you how do you lose money because, for, for having a good season? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, but then then don't don't you get a bonus? Don't you get paid some type of a bonus for being in that next round? But the point you're right. But you get a playoff salary. But this is we talk about the fact that we think that Manfred's going to try and break the Players Association in baseball. Rami, the NFLPA is easily the weakest, biggest joke. I I've said before, if I was a player, I wouldn't pay dues right now. I tell them you don't represent me. You do a terrible job. Like you, you do an awful job. Everybody, I mean, how can the one sport that begs for guaranteed contracts? I mean, football because it's the one sport that can be taken from you in a heartbeat. Your career is so short. It begs for if you're a player in a league that, by the way, makes billions of dollars, the most popular league in North America. I think without question. How do you not have guaranteed contracts? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. It's the most dangerous sport. Like you're you're the one putting the most at risk of any of the major professional yes. sports in in these United States of America and somehow you don't have a guaranteed salary. Like I don't yeah, I've been saying the same thing for years. I don't know how the NFLPA I don't know how the how the powers that be in the NFLPA remain in power. It doesn't make any sense to me that year after year, negotiation after negotiation, they they keep getting fleeced and they keep getting worked in these negotiations. Yes. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. They, they were the only people to actually go along with and be used as a pawn in a lockout that was in the offseason. Yeah. And like ESPN was going on day 58 of the NFL lockout <laughs> as the Jaguars don't hold their scheduled OTA. <laughs> Think about that. Guys aren't being allowed into practice facilities. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they acted like this is a, oh, the NFL lockout, free agency's not starting, what's going to happen? But if, you, if you're in the uh, Players Association, wouldn't you have been like, wait, 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 we're not missing games, we're missing practices because everyone wants to make it look like this is a hard line stance. Like you're not going to get what you want until you say we'll miss some games. Right. But from a pure football and entertainment standpoint, that's all the financials and negotiations and what's fair for the players sure. and the owner is not fleecing them again, which I would like to see. I know you would like to see, Judd. I root for the working man. And yes, they make millions of dollars, but when you talk about negotiations between owners and players, 
That's the working man. I always, I'm always in support of employee empowerment across the board in this country. But just from a pure football and entertainment standpoint, a, a six-game wild card round with three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday. That's that sounds great. That sounds like football crack to me. Like I'm already I'm already planning the spread. Like I know I'm going to be on my couch for 9 hours Saturday, 9 hours Sunday and just put the football right into my veins. It sounds great. It really does. But when you step back and take more of a big picture look at this thing, let's think about what we're what we're actually doing here. What we're really doing here if you expand the playoffs from 6 teams to 7 teams in each each conference. And this is kind of the problem that I had with it in the baseball proposal that was leaked last week to try and distract us from the Astros. And by the way, today as of right now unless there's something majorly breaking, this is an Astros free zone. I'm going to try and keep my sanity going. Between now and 2 o'clock. A few things came across my timeline right before I came on the air. Where I was like, I'm going to go on the air and scream about this. Right. But I resisted. I resisted. We're going to try and keep this an Astros free zone between now and 2 o'clock. But I digress. The proposals to expand the playoffs. And I know what they're trying to do. They want to encourage competitiveness. They want to discourage tanking. And ultimately, they want more money in the pot. More playoff games, more TV, more attendance revenue, more merchandise. I get it. I understand that. And it's a business and you're trying to grow it. But as the playoffs in all the major sports get more and more expanded, are we rewarding mediocrity? Like if 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 this system was in place in 2019, the season that just that just got played in the NFL, we're talking about an eight and eight Steelers team mm-hmm. and an unimpressive nine and seven Rams team that are getting into the playoffs this year. Do I really want an eight and eight football team who got hot at the right time and won won three playoff games in January, got on a little streak to to play for the Super Bowl. Do I want to sit down on Super Bowl Sunday and watch an eight and eight football team vie for the greatest trophy in the sport? Is that is that really what we want to well, do? First of all, come on. The network carrying the Super Bowl would tell you the story of how this underachieving group got hot at the right time and is a great example of why it's so fantastic that we went to an extra uh, playoff team and you in, know in what? each conference. I'll probably buy the, it. The then. answer to I'm your say right the now. answer to your question <laughs> is hell yes, that's what we're doing. Where we every sport has decided, here's the thing. You can either run your sport on the up and up of let's reward the best teams and their playoff teams and we're going to have the best playoff that we possibly see fit. Or you look at the networks who come to you, right, with their binders full of proposals for how they're going to showcase your sport, your league, ESPN, NBC, Fox, CBS, and they say, boy, it'd be sure nice to have more playoffs, wouldn't it? And you think to yourself, I mean, more money for us. So the where I think we're torn on this one is, the answer to your question, are we rewarding mediocrity, Rami, is 1,000%. Yes, we are. But then we also say what you just said, which is, but it also means an extra three hours each day on the couch. I mean, dude, a wild, watching, a wild card watching weekend. Foot, watching more football. And and you, you name me the sport that doesn't fall victim of the sports that we follow the closest, right? You name me the sport that's like, you know what, we're going to cut that. That, that. That's enough. They've all got their faults that come down to greed. And I'm not surprised by it. Are you? No, no. I know. I know. That's what drives this. And again, like I said, a wild card weekend with three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday sounds like utopia to me. Like, give me nine hours of football, 
both days of the weekend. That's not amateur football. It's not college or the XFL. It's like the best in the world doing what they do for nine hours. But ultimately, we're going to end up with eventually an eight and eight team in a Super Bowl. I don't want to watch an eight and eight football well, team in so a Super you, Bowl. But then, then what I don't do you, know, Judd. I'm torn. What's your is what path I'm telling here? What, I'm what do you want? I'm conflicted. I don't know. I, I it sounds appealing to me. I kind of want it. I kind of want it. It's it's like a bad fast food. I mean, meal. you want more games, and, and and you would welcome more games. And and if they play more games, um, odds are the games are going to become worse because you're going to have more guys hurt. You're going to have more guy. You're you're going to have more backups have to play. More backup quarter quarterbacks have to play. So like your dilemma makes perfect this new, sense. This new playoff, but I think you just got to pick your path of what you're comfortable with. This new playoff system is like a a bad fast food meal. Like I I know I'm going to enjoy it. Like bad, bad like, for you or bad tasting? No, that's bad for you, but okay. it tastes great. I'm going to enjoy like the greasiness and the salt and the, all the sugar and the giant soda that they gave me. And trans fats. Uh, Don't forget the trans the fats. The trans fats, and mm. I'm probably going to get like an apple pie or a slice of that processed cheesecake that oh, they'll the sell old, you the old at the drive-thru window. Apple pies? Uh, yeah. That burns your tongue? Yes, sir. Oh, every time. But like, and I know I'm when I sit down and eat it, it's going to be great, and I'm going to enjoy it. But the long term effects of it are not good. They're not good, and I, that's kind of how I feel about this new playoff structure for the NFL. Like while Wild Card Weekend is going on, and I'm planted on my couch for nine hours Saturday and nine hours Sunday, and watching all the football and enjoying it. Ultimately, for what we're trying to do. It's it's not going to be good. It's I, not going to be good for any of us. I'm more bothered by the addition of regular season week or uh, eventually weeks than I am one playoff team. And I get your point, and it's a good point. But I'm more bothered by trying to play more regular season games than I am by adding a playoff team in each conference for basically what comes down to TV purposes. But, yeah, I mean, you see the teams now that get in playoffs with six teams, and by the time you, I mean, heck, NFC this season, right? By the time you got to the bottom of the playoff teams, it was slim pickings. Mm-hmm. We were ba- we were basically dismissing teams as being dead before they were dead because we thought they were so bad. But my whole thing is, I don't need more weeks of regular season play. I actually don't mind the thought, at least, of oh, there's extra playoff game, and if you're a bad team, you probably get beat, hopefully, but. If you're going to go to 17 weeks now, which is going to go to 18, I just think the if I could do if I was commissioner of sports for a day and I could eliminate of all sports, of all sports I would eliminate I would take MLB down to 154, which it was before 1961. First, you would remove Rob Manfred from an office, right? No, I'm commissioner though. I oh, so there are he's gone. There are it's, this isn't like I'm, a cartel where you have bosses sil- working no, under you no, for each league. No, okay, I'm all Silver. Right. I'm Batman. I'm Manfred. I'm Goodell. All right. So I take baseball down to 154. I would take basketball and hockey down to like 68 or something. So, and the one that I think is just perfect right now is football. I do think their formula is perfect. Yeah, I don't mind the extra regular season game. Like See, I said, that's funny. That bothers me more. That's you're more bothered by the addition of a playoff team, and I'm more bothered by the addition of uh, regular season games. That's more fantasy football. That's just one more week of fantasy football for me, which I love. I know I'm the only one at the station other than Mackie who plays fantasy football, which boggles the mind. 
boggles the mind. I, I went out as champion. I rode off into the sunset. Don't give me that. I, I, I won, give I've, that. I've won plenty of championships, and here I stand, I, still playing, trying I to rack up more. thoroughly enjoy watching a Jets-Lions game and not getting upset because yeah. some tight end doesn't score a touchdown. I, I can mean, just watch him, whoever it is, score a touchdown and just be entertained by the football. I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but you're sitting with a platinum team manager on Yahoo Fantasy Sports, all right? I don't know, just so you guys know what the, does that even mean? the greatness that you sit upon, that I Declan, am a platinum mean? team manager on Yahoo well, first Sports. off, he's playing on Yahoo, so I don't even know what the heck he's talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Who, who, it's who, the best! Who? It's the best fantasy site for the, for the free ones. As far as free sites go, it's the best one. I'm sorry, I know I work for an ESPN affiliate, and I know they got their own free fantasy football thing going on. I'm here to tell you, Yahoo Fantasy Sports is the best free platform for fantasy sports. Hands down. there It's no contest. Did you also have a Zoom before an iPod, too, or something? <laughs> you know, what else did you have? I never had a Zoom oh, or okay. an iPod. But what does that mean, <laughs> Platinum? Would it, that just mean, like, Yahoo will, will rank you or grade you as your fantasy football career goes on. So, like, it, it will, it keeps track of all your stats, all your accomplishments, how many times you've made the playoffs, how many times you've won your conference, how many times you've made it to the championship, oh, okay. how many times you've won a championship. Gotcha. And I am at the highest level that you can get, Judd. I am Platinum. I am a Platinum Yahoo Fantasy Sports and you know team what? manager. I like that. And and the fact that you have done that in the confines of 16 game regular seasons is fantastic. Just Im- imagine this: they add a regular season game, and your championship you lose. See why do you got to go? Why do you always got to go worst lo- case scenario? Because I'm trying to get you on the same path that I'm on, which is 16 is perfect. I love 16 decks. Sorry. Rami, I love 16. I'd even be good with 18, man. And again, like the human being in me is going, what? What are you talking yeah, about? The human body can't take that? No. And then the football fan in me is going, yes, please put it in my veins more. No, but we've learned, but we've learned the regular season in baseball now entirely too long. So let's not get there. Let's not do something that's going to get us there when we're going to decide it's not good. Let's stop it right now. The regular season in baseball goes way too. The expanded playoffs are fine. But the fact that they can go till November is absolutely stupid. Now I don't think I think they end before November because of the election this year. But and you know basketball and hockey, basketball the same way. Do you enjoy eighty two regular season basketball games? It's unnecessary. Mm, I'm I like okay. con, I, I like consolidate. I like I know I know I'm in the, the I know I'm in the minority here. So if they did what you're talking about, I would say that makes sense. But for mm-hmm. me, a sports junkie, at least of the sports that I consume, NBA, NFL, and. Uh, Major League Baseball. You don't mind it? And Declan's going to try to educate me on hockey as we move along here on Score North Live. But, like, more is good. More is fine. Like, I might not watch every game, but I like that I have the option five nights a week to watch an NBA game or six nights a week to watch a Major League Baseball game. Might not watch every one, but it's good that it's there. That's why I'm commissioner of all sports. I mentioned the cartel a second. I used the cartel analogy while you were talking about you being the commissioner of all sports. I think that's just where my mind is at because I've been binge-watching Narcos Mexico for the last three days. Anybody else? In my presence right now, watching Narcos Mexico at the time. No, I'm not. I'm not Narcos. Uh-huh. Really, all out, so good. Now I'll say the original Narcos series petered out after two seasons. They killed Pablo Escobar. Spoiler alert. And then it got bad. But Narcos season two, Mar- Narcos Mexico season two has just been amazing. And I can't really deal with subtitles. I'm not bright enough to follow along, like read and watch a picture moving all at the same time. Yep. But this 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 holds my attention. If you're not watching Narcos. Mexico season one or season two, like do it. It's 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 amazing. It's a great great show. Amazing show. 
That's not what we're here to talk about, though. We'll hit a quick break. On the other side, we'll, uh, we got some Vikings things to delve into. Got a contract that has been voided. We have another one that might be traded. We'll get into all that right after this. It's Score North Live on 